0: Show, I'm your host Jack Vita, back in action for our live stream. This is the last one of the NFL playoffs. We're really emptying the bench right now because uh, we have <laughs> two guys on our COVID list right now. So Nate Smith, <laughs> you're uh, you're in, buddy.
1: I'm in, baby. I'm ready to go. My Packers are out, so you're going to get an unbiased Nate Smith opinion on this game. So I'm very excited to contribute and let you know, you know, what I'm thinking.
0: Nate, I'm very impressed with how you worked your way from the comment section to <laughs> producer to co-host in a matter of two weeks. It was really impressive.
1: You know, it, it gives all of the internet trolls out there something to shoot for. You know, there's a reason why you can troll famous people like Jack Vita. You know, maybe you'll end up on the show. So, you know, keep trolling, you know, Khloe Kardashian and all those folks. Eventually, you might be hosting a show with them. So I'm just trying to help everyone out out there.
0: Yeah, that was a very impressive uh, increase here. But yeah, no, no uh, Chase BB today. He's uh, actually a history teacher. And he has parent teacher conferences tonight. I guess that's a thing in Arizona. They do it in January. When my school, it was, uh, it was always in November.
1: Yeah, parent-teacher conferences were always, I would always have a lot of anxiety uh, when my parents went to parent-teacher conferences. I would always be thinking of, like, the worst-case scenario that they'd be like, oh, my teachers are going to be, like, bad-mouthing me. But every time they'd be like, oh, they had nothing but great things to say. I'm like, wow, I owe that, I owe that teacher something.
0: I always assumed, I don't know about you, Nate. I always assumed that teachers just hated me. Like I just didn't until I started to actually have some teachers that I got to know a little better as I was older. I just figured, oh, every teacher is mean and they don't like children.
1: Yeah. I, so interesting. I am, I'm, so I'm the baby of my family. My brother and sister are five and six years older than me. So they all went through the school system ahead of me. And so a lot of those teachers were still there. Um, and so I would always be like, okay, they know who I am because they know my, you know, they know my family. I was going to a smaller school from a smaller town. Um, so I always thought it's funny. I always thought my brother was like a wild man, like kind of (laughs) crazy. And so I would try to be that when I was in school. And so like my Spanish teacher, Shauna Johnson, or Shauna Munger, she, uh, so I, I got to her class and she thought that, like, or I thought that my brother was the same he was at home. Like I thought my brother was like, you know, <laughs> goofing around, making jokes all the time. Well, my brother's a surgeon. So apparently he just took school really seriously and he was kind of quiet in, in class. But from day one in in this class, in, Spa- in Spanish class, I would just be like a wild man. And like, the like instead of raising my hand in class, I would flicker the light switch that was next to my <laughs> and My teacher would be like,
2: Stop
3: it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I got I got into a little bit of trouble, but nothing serious. Um, but I blame my brother.
0: That's <laughs> well, a little similar to you lighting up the comment section a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Gotta watch well, out.
0: So with Nate filling in to co-host, we have a different producer this week. And Nate did an awesome job as our producer two weeks ago. Uh, please welcome our producer for today's show, Sam, quiet.
2: Yep. Yes, Sam. Hey, Howdy, everyone. Thanks for having me, Jack.
0: Oh, it's great to have you here, Sam. And I see you're wearing a Denver Broncos jersey.
2: Yeah, that's right. We may not be in the Super Bowl, but we still got a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, before, before we get into all the jerseys we have going on here, I just have to send my condolences and my prayers to the uh, good people of Colorado. Uh, tough week. Tough week with that Arnado trade.
2: Yeah, that 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 was a brutal trade. There's no doubt about it. And I heard the shout-out on Monday about the trade. <laughs> Appreciate it, but uh it's just it's too fresh. And I know I sent you a text this weekend about the trade and what I think the proposed trade should be. And personally, I feel like we should bring it up here. You know, I feel yeah, like with yeah. all the talk going on between Deshaun Watson leaving the Texans and Stafford leaving, you know, Detroit, and you know, the Broncos needing a QB because who knows, maybe Drew Locke's the answer. Maybe Elway just can't draft a QB. I thought I came up with the perfect solution. Um, and I may be forgetting something here in this deal. Um, I may have also been slightly intoxicated when I proposed the trade. But the, basic of, the basis of the deal is the Rockies send Nolan Arenado to the Cardinals. St. Louis gets a football team, future considerations in the future. The Broncos get Deshaun Watson. The Texans get Drew Locke and um, our first-round pick. And in return, the Rockies get from the Astros a bunch of cash to rebuild the team And the Astros get their dignity back. (laughs) I think that's a pretty fair trade. I
0: think that's pretty good. I like that a lot, Sam. What jersey are you rocking? Is that Von Miller?
2: Von Miller, yep. I'd like to say the season would have been different if he hadn't been out the whole year. But let's be honest.
0: (laughs) If Von Miller could play quarterback, maybe that'd be the case. Von
2: Miller could play quarterback, oh, we'd be in the Super Bowl. It'd be
1: us (laughs) against Tom Brady. There's some there's some rumors that uh Von Miller might be a cap casualty this offseason. So we'll see. Yeah, let's let's not
2: get into that. I don't need to start <laughs> crying yet. At least give me till after the show.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, Sam is going to be very helpful to us and he'll be popping in and out, helping, giving us some information. So uh thank you, Sam. We'll be hearing from you in a little bit.
2: All right, see everyone soon.
0: Nate, uh, why don't you show off your jersey that you got there?
1: Yeah, so uh this is the official uh bourbon bowl jersey of Bobby <coughs> Boucher from The Waterboy. Um so I figured this game, uh this game coming up, there's a couple of monster linebackers on Tampa Bay. So I figured I'd rep the middle linebacker position uh with Bobby Boucher. Um, <laughs> you know, absolute animal, visualize and attack. Visualize <laughs> and attack. So that's 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 kind of the motto I'm going with. Um, shout out my brother Josh for for the jersey hookup.
0: I wish I could get a replica Captain Insano outfit. His favorite <laughs> wrestler.
1: I actually have uh, I actually have <laughs> some socks that that ha- that literally have a can of whoopass on. <laughs> if you have to bleep that out, I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> No, that's that's a PG term. Okay, that's all right, all right. Nowadays, that's PG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. I don't. I didn't show you my jersey, but do you know what this jersey is, Nate?
1: Um, I should. Um, you know the
0: team, right?
1: Yeah, the Oilers.
0: Yes, thirty-four yeah. on the Oilers.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do, but I don't. Tailback
0: that could run through walls.
1: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I know, but I don't. As soon as yeah. you say it, I'm gonna remember.
0: Well, this is my Earl Campbell jersey. Yes,
1: so Earl Campbell. Yeah. Some
0: old school threads here.
1: Yeah, they do as a tank. I love watching some of his highlights.
0: Very best. I mean, him and Bo Jackson, and uh, I'm trying to think who else is on there in terms of great running back, like that brute force type guys. Iggy Taylor. Yeah. (laughs) Who's Iggy Taylor?
1: He's the. Isn't that the 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 Bengals guy or that would dance?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's right.
1: (laughs) He was a big, he was a unit. Um,
0: That was not the name I was expecting to hear.
1: (laughs) There's, there's been some uh, big running backs out there. Um, But the problem is, I mean, nowadays you, you have to be so versatile to be a running back. Um, You know, you have to be able to catch the ball. You have to be, you know, a lot more versatile. I mean, you see guys like Mark Ingram, not even getting carries anymore. I mean, granted he's getting older, but um, you know, if you're a one trick pony, it's not a great time for for those types of running backs anymore.
0: Well, Frank Gore keeps uh, cashing them checks. He's still chugging along somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy must have a head made of steel. Like, I mean, <laughs> like he, that guy's insane. I mean, I remember, I mean, him just pounding the rock with the Niners for so many years. Was he the heir apparent to Garrison Hurst? <laughs> like,
0: That's a great question. There was he, Garrison Hurst, and then there was that. There was another guy that they had uh that was uh garrison Hurst. he had that like 99 yard run i remember that on the goal line remember yeah. that yeah who's the uh, other yeah. guy that they had, they had another pro bowl tailback
1: yeah I, I, f- garrison Hurst is the one that i'm thinking of oh carlos Hyde? no Car- i mean no, carlos, no, no. he was there but he wasn't man I mean, this amazing. is where
0: you come in look that up for us uh <laughs> <laughs> rock
1: 49ers, 49ers running back Pro 2008.
0: Bowl, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, 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 no. It was before Gore was the 05 draft.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, one other thing before we get into our Super Bowl preview today, we're talking all things Super Bowl, by the way, this is our final live stream of the NFL playoffs. Uh, it's been a lot of fun doing these and we're going to keep doing live streams throughout the course of this year. They just won't be for the NFL playoffs. Nate, there was some pretty good news that broke yesterday. So I got a little prop here. Uh, as I start using a little more props, I sh- I got something here for you. Uh,
1: yes, Darren McFadden. Is that what I'm seeing right there? That
0: is Darren McFadden and the NCAA football 09 game. Popped it back in and started running my uh, dynasty mode. Touched it for the first time in <laughs> probably like eight or seven or eight years. But uh, it looks like college football Video games are making a comeback.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, it's it's, it's I, as soon as I saw that, I sent it to to my friend Brett and my friend Kyle um, because that's literally all we did growing up is playing playing NCAA. Um, it sounds like it's still a few years out because um, yeah. they still have to work out some stuff. But just the fact that they're acknowledging that they're working on it is super exciting. Um, I just I just miss uh being able to control the crowd at the home games like you could like ramp up the crowd and yeah, like, yeah. like and mit- shake the other person's controller like i miss <laughs> all of that stuff i hope that comes back uh but yeah that's that's super exciting um i it was i the the last one i played i had the last one yeah uh, was that the one with uh denard uh, robinson yeah denard robinson on yeah we still yeah.
0: play that in your dorm yeah yeah we were I feel like we were pretty even like those games would really go either way.
1: I'll never forget the way you beat me.
0: Do you remember? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. um, So,
1: okay. I can get some context. So, so Jack is, Jack is a diehard Northwestern fan because he's from Evanston area, um, which is fine. Like that's cool. Um, So he played with Northwestern um, and I played with Western Michigan because uh, uh, a guy that went to my high school was the starting middle linebacker there, Kyle Lark. So I was like, Oh, this is sweet. Like I I have uh, someone I know is playing in this NCAA game. So uh, I played with, with, uh, with them and it came down to the very end. uh, And I was I was playing. I was my user was Kyle Lark, this you know, big, big. It was like,
0: linebacker. By the way, it was like either a two point conversion or Nate was up like four points or something. It was like a, it was a
1: walk off, no matter what it was. I it think wasn't. it was,
0: I think I was like six yards out and I was down like four points.
1: Yeah. And was and the who's, last play. Who was the quarterback at the time for Northwest? It was Kane Coulter. Yeah. So, so he, so Jack gets it. He rolls out to the right. I, I can still picture this yeah. and he rolls out to the right. And this is the upset of the century. I have, I, I'm going to beat it with Western. And literally Kyle Lark, a 250 pound middle linebacker meeting Kane Coulter at like the two yard line, like one-on-one and he just bulldozes over Kyle Lark into the end zone and I lose. I was so upset. <laughs> he
0: stiff-armed him and just pushed him off him like it was nothing. It was like, like, that was one of the problems with those games, is because that would happen from time to time where you could have like a quarterback running and he'd just stiff-arm a guy. But I had not seen him stiff-arm a linebacker. King Coulter was probably like 200 pounds
1: yeah, I mean Ken C- Coulter was a I mean he was a he was a good running quarterback, like he could move, but yeah, that was just like, <laughs> of course, this would happen. That's what I get for choosing Western, I guess, like they're just gonna bring the ratings down, you know whatever.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, good times, good times at uh, at Carthage, back in the dorms. We used to play that a lot. and uh, I'm hoping that this new one, the one thing I will say, EA Sports has kind of ruined Madden recently. I don't know if you've played Madden recently. It's just not the same. So hopefully they can make college football great again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it that you don't like about the new Madden games? Have you played it? Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. I feel like there's something, I guess I don't really know exactly what it is, but um, I got last year's and it was the first one I had had in a while. And I feel like there's just technical weird. EA sports things where like you throw a ball and it just hits right off the guy's hands. Uh, Tommy Mantis shout out to Tommy Mantis. Uh, He's a listener of this show and will be on this show. Eventually Uh, one of my buddies back from Valparaiso. He gets in these long disputes on Twitter with EA sports because he shoots these videos (laughs) where he's playing like uh, it'll be like he scoops up a fumble and it counts as a safety for the other team <laughs> like it's just stuff like that that's what i was like just, a punt like, gets downed hitting.
1: at the one and you like your momentum carries you into the end zone I yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean the biggest complaint i have with the new madden game is anytime that uh, my receiver catches the ball and he's in the air if he gets hit Almost every time he drops it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's that's, like, that that happens all the time. It's all like the time. In, in
1: an actual game, they catch it probably at least fifty percent of the time. So I don't know.
0: So another thing going back to that 49ers question was it was Charlie Garner. That's the guy we were thinking of. That was the other ring back. He was good. He went over to the Raiders after that. Stayed in the oh, Bay yeah. Area.
1: Yep. Yeah. It looks like Hearst took over for him though, um, before uh before Gore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I was thinking of the guy before Hurst, not after Hurst. I goofed okay, that up.
1: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Garrison Hurst was a beast. Um, you know, they had they just had some quarterback transition problems with Jake Garcia. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was uh, my first. So I'm a diehard Packer fan. If you don't remember from the last episode, yeah. And, um, my first Packer game ev- Well, it might have been my second Packer game, but was uh, I believe it was a wild card playoff game between the 49ers and the Packers at Lambeau. And I remember very clearly it was Jake Garcia, Terrell Owens, Garrison Hurst. It was like that crew. Um, So that was, you know, that was, that was a lot of fun. But yeah, T.O., man, that guy was unbelievable.
0: Well, Nate, last thing before we get into everything with the Super Bowl, as a Packers fan, preliminary thoughts on what went down two weeks ago. I guess you've had a little bit of time to gather your thoughts
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was disappointing. Um, Clearly, you know, anytime that you, you kind of step on your own toes in a game as a fan um, it's, (laughs) it's painful, painful to see. I mean um, so many times where we clearly had opportunities to, you know, keep the game close or take the lead. Um, Going for two earlier in the game when we didn't have to, I could have just taken the points. Um, granted we dropped the ball when we it should have been two point conversion. Um, you know, I mean, cl- and at the end of the half, I mean, the bonehead bonehead play by, um, uh, by Kevin King and getting torched by Scotty Miller. Um, but even with all of that, right. I mean, we're down 20 and we're down 21, 10 going into halftime and the first drive we have the ball. Um, and Aaron Jones fumbles and they score again, 28, 10. So we're down 28 to 10. And at this point I was just kind of, it's over, but I'm going to watch because it's Aaron Rodgers and anything can happen. And so, and of course, um, Tom Brady wasn't able to shut, slam the door. The defense did step up and make some stops, but we still just weren't able to capitalize. So, um, I mean, definitely disappointing the way the way things ended for the Packers with with how explosive a, a an offense they had this year. Um, but I'll be really curious to see what we do as far as um, some of the free agents we re-sign because uh, we have we have a handful, um, and then you know who we replace Mike Patton at defensive coordinator with. Uh, so, yeah, it's disappointing, um, but I expect us to be back you know to where we are next year. Uh, back in this game, the NFC Championship. And um you know, I mean <laughs> Rogers only has so many more years left. Once he's gone, I mean it's you hit the reset button. We're gonna be back with you know all the teams that are struggling to find that guy.
0: It's is it unsettling to know that Tom Brady has now won the same number of NFC titles as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees.
1: <laughs> I mean it's not unsettling because it's tom brady and at this yeah. point there's no questioning how good he is um you know as ta- it's it's so odd because you know you at this point you have to separate talent from greatness because i mean clearly he's not the best thrower of the football but it's all the intangibles that tom brady has you know that clearly make him what he is uh which is you know the greatest quarterback of all time and it's it's you know, even five years ago, I was still saying, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers can, you know, take that <laughs> over just because he's so talented, right? Yeah. And that was before Patrick Mahomes. So now people are gonna replace Aaron Rodgers with Patrick Mahomes. Like if can Patrick Mahomes be that, you know, be that person that's better, you know, that and clearly he's more talented and throwing can throw the ball further and can, you know, do no look passes and all that fun, all that really cool stuff. But man, Tom Brady just wins. He commands a team. You know, and that's a lot what quarterbacks all about.
0: Yeah, we were watching. I watched it for the first time in 10 years since it came out. I was watching the Brady six last weekend. You know, we, you got to watch a little something where there's no football. And so we <laughs> watched that and there was, it was really interesting. That was a really well-made documentary. And it was really interesting looking at why so many teams passed on him. All these six other quarterbacks who, got drafted before him and it's only fitting that he was a seventh quarterback drafted and now he's going for his seventh ring.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't watch the documentary, but, um, but I know just from hearing from other people that he still uses that as motivation, which is crazy. Like this, (laughs) this far along, like he still like is holding a grudge that he wasn't drafted for that long. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Tom Brady is, Intrinsically motivated, you don't have to do much to to drive him, you know, to to what he um, to, to greatness. I mean, he's he's gonna he's gonna find out every little problem your defense has, and he's gonna exploit it, and he's gonna tell his team what to do. I mean, Bruce Arians just said last week, he's like, I just sit back and watch Brady coach sometimes. Yeah, like, he's like, probably I, <laughs> I know he's like, sometimes I don't do anything. Some, you know, sometimes I just let Brady coach i mean he's won more super bowls than i have so i mean (laughs) hey
0: yeah that's probably a good strategy because (laughs) i will get into everything today but i feel like the chiefs have a i'd say they have an advantage in head coaching
1: yeah yeah i mean i guess i'll ask the question now but yeah so if they win if the chiefs win um, is Andy Reid and Mahomes the next Belichick Brady?
0: I mean, is there another Belichick Brady? Like, in what in what case? Okay. How would you define that?
1: Uh, a head coach and quarterback tandem that is better than any other.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely is. Then in that case, but I don't think okay. you're ever gonna find like that combination of like Bill Belichick's like, I'm on to,
1: the
0: court. I'm on
1: to, we're moving to, we're on to Cleveland. We're on to Cleveland. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a great, that's a really great point in terms of a quarterback coach combo. That definitely has to be at the top of the league if it isn't already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously it's different because Belichick's defensive minded, but, um, but I mean yeah, I mean Andy Reid is is a fantastic coach um and he was he's been a great coach forever. Uh, he's just been criticized in playoff moments up until the last 2 years. Um you know, making some interesting, you know, uh calls as far as taking timeouts at the wrong time, time management in the playoffs all that fun stuff, but um so Sam Sam says that Mahomes and Reid are already better than Lombardi and Starr. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a dig at my Packers. So thanks, Sam. <laughs> oh, he's asking me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I alive mean, I don't. <laughs> What's that?
0: I said you were alive when that when they were playing.
1: Yeah, I, that was far before I was alive. <laughs> that was in the '60s. So I I don't I don't know. Uh, neither neither are alive anymore. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, probably. I don't yeah, I don't
0: know. Well, we have so much to get into. This is our first time in Tampa. I believe, and this is where maybe producer Sam, who's got some of the facts, can help us out. I'll bring you in, Sam. This is I think the first Super Bowl <laughs> that's been in Tampa in since was that two thousand six that uh Colts Bears Super Bowl and it rained. That was a good game, Nate. Wait, what about your Steelers? Did they was, not
1: win? Did they not win their last Super Bowl in Tampa? That was oh gosh, they, The
0: Steelers won, I believe. Oh nine, oh eight to oh nine. Yeah, must have, that was yeah, the San Antonio right. Homes. Quarter yeah. catch. I honestly, I think Raymond James. It's not. There's something about it's not like the most unique stadium. Like it, I guess you see the pirate ship. That's unique, <laughs> yeah. but it's just not something that I feel like I've. Paid enough attention to as to where these games have been played in the Super Bowl.
2: So, you guys are both wrong actually with your <laughs> locations and years. So, the last time it was in Tampa was 2009, not 2010. Now, going off of Google here, I'm not sure off the top of my head if they're saying the 2009 2010 season. No, or it, th- it was, no, it was 08 09 because
0: 2009 to 2010 was in Miami and that was the, uh, Yep. That was the Colts and the, uh, and the Saints.
2: And then what was the other one you said, Nate? I think you said 2006 or?
0: Yeah, 06. That was in Tampa, right?
2: Uh, no, 2006 was Detroit Ford Field. The other oh, one no. in Tampa oh, was, was 2009.
0: Sorry, I'm talking about the 06 to 07 season.
2: So 06 to 07, let's see here. But the last one before the, the 2009 in Tampa was 2001. And then looking for 2007.
0: Was that Miami? Yeah,
2: have it skipped here, which means it's been back since. um, I'm guessing it was Miami. Let me take a look. It would be Miami or New Orleans, and I don't think it was New Orleans. Let's take a look here. What was it, 2007?
0: Yep, 07. Real exciting watching Sam (laughs) type.
1: No pressure, Sam. We're live. You know we're
2: live, right, Sam? I I know (laughs) we're live. And I have the answer, too. But, you know, I figured I'll just keep some suspense going. Uh, yeah, that was, that was 2007 in Miami. It says Hard Rock Stadium, but, of course, it wasn't the Hard Rock back then.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. Hey, before we, uh, before we get back into everything, what do you have in terms of interesting facts and trivia? Anything for the Super Bowl going in? So
2: I do. Um, so for those of you that know me, you know that I am a bit of a gambler. Um, only ever do it legally, though, of course. Hey, Wearing
0: swearing. What is this podcast, though?
2: <laughs> taking this over. Just, you, just like the Buccaneers, Nate and I are taking over like pirates. <laughs> uh, but, Jack, you will like this fun fact. Uh, so I was looking up a bunch of odds and stuff earlier, you know, and just looking at stats and stuff, MVP lists and everything, and looking at, all right, you know, where would I think there might be some good odds on the Super Bowl? And I came across Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, you know, being over plus 1,000, uh, plus 1,200, plus 1,300. So for those that don't know, it would be bet $100, win $1,200 or $1,300. Um, Tyreek Hill plus 1,200. And I was thinking, well, if he goes off for another big game, he very well could wind up being the MVP. And that's something that, you know, you throw 10 bucks down, you win 120 bucks, Not a bad bet. But it had me start wondering, when was the last time? a wide receiver won the Super Bowl MVP. Because when you think back about it, you think quarterbacks, maybe some wide receivers, maybe some running backs. I also noticed that Von Miller was the last defensive player to win the MVP when he made fun of and wrecked Cam Newton's life. Um, He kind of did. (laughs) I mean, it's true. But it's interesting. Since 2001, when Brady beat the St. Louis Rams in the Super Bowl, only one wide receiver I know it. has won the MVP without having Tom Brady as their quarterback. Oh,
0: okay. So, mean, but, so, but Jack, Deion Branch did it with Brady.
2: Deion Branch did it with Brady. Um, Julian Edelman did it with Brady. That was oh, yeah. 2004 and 2018 against the Los Angeles Rams at the time. But I'll give you a hint, Jack. It was a Pittsburgh Steeler.
0: Mm, that oh, was Antonio uh, Holmes.
2: It's got to be, right?
0: No. No, no, no. It was uh, in 05. It was...
2: Wasn't that
1: Jerome Bez? Or was that no, no Hines Ward? I
0: think it was Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward got it. It was Heinz right?
2: Ward. And it's oh. funny that you mentioned San Antonio Holmes, because when I read that it was Heinz Ward, I immediately wrote down, verse Arizona, thinking of the catch. <laughs> the catch, yeah. And of course, then we were talking about it in 2005, and we started talking San Antonio Holmes, and I'm like, that's not the same guy. <laughs> oh, no, but, yeah, yeah, That is our fun fact that since Brady has come in, only one wide receiver has won the MVP in the Super Bowl um, without having Tom Brady as their quarterback. And looking at the list of wide receivers that will be active for the Buccaneers this year, if the Bucks do pull it off, I can't see any of them winning it. I think it would go back to Brady again.
0: I don't know if – I mean, are we at a point where – I guess Edelman did win it not too long ago, but it seems like you see it with the Heisman, you see it with the MVP. It's such a quarterback dominated sport now. All the credit goes to the quarterback. Uh, I was really glad Devontae Smith won the Heisman this year, but it seems that the quarterbacks, It just, it's just sort of how these awards have turned into in football, Nate.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Unless, unless he throws a couple picks or something and still wins the game, because I mean, like last week, I mean, Brady threw three picks and won the game. And if that's the case, I mean, there if one of those receivers had a bigger game or running back had a big game, something like that, they could supersede uh, could supersede Brady or you know, say. I mean, same with I mean, Tyree Kill. I mean, he had like 300 yards the last time he played the the Bucks. I mean. I mean, if you have three, if you have 280 yards of Patrick Mahomes 400 and 14 catches or whatever. I mean, you're probably going to give it to the to the receiver. But
2: so, then let me ask you guys this: um, looking at the NFC and AFC championship game, who would you give the MVP to both those games for? Because clearly, we know in the NFC, it wouldn't be Brady with three picks. I mean, you you just can't justify giving that. And I'm, I'm looking up the stats now on the game just to try to see, you know, who would. I give it to, but, you know, we'll start with, you know, Kansas City versus
0: Buffalo. Who would you give it to? The Chiefs defense, maybe? Yeah, the- maybe Chris Jones. <laughs> Hiram Tyron Matthew, maybe? Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but, yeah, I mean, that's um, – yeah, I mean, their defense is balled out. I don't really have a particular person I could think of. Which
0: and kind then of – you know- I would go uh, Tyler Johnson for the flop of the century. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, either that or, I mean, early in the game, Godwin had an un- insane catch um, that gave him all the momentum. I mean, Godwin is one of those receivers that's very talented, but been like kind of hit or miss in the last couple of weeks um, at the end of the season. But you could totally see having like a breakout game in like a Super Bowl, or, you know, and it's kind of like an unknown person winning an MVP. Like I could see that.
0: <laughs> shout out to uh, Joey Ricotta. He's a guy who comes on this show. He's been on once, and he invited me on his show, but I was doing this show tonight, so I couldn't be on his, but he's uh, giving us some love before he goes on his show. So what's up, Joey? Good luck, Joey. And going back to the, the uh, MVP thing, I'll say real quick. Heinz Ward, he also caught a touchdown pass from Antoine Randall L that game. So <laughs> yeah. that's like, if a, if you're getting uh, quarterbacks touchdown passes from non-quarterbacks like I guess that's another way you can win the award
1: <laughs> yeah 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 that was a cool game I was I was glad that uh Detroit got some love they got a super got to host a Super Bowl but you know that'll probably never happen again but yeah it was kind of a cool situation
0: so uh thank you Sam uh, I'm sure we'll be bringing them back in Nate in terms of so we there's been a little bit of history in Florida. They were in Florida last year too. Wasn't that game in Miami?
1: I think it was, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. And th- so this game, SoFi Stadium. You yeah. know this, right? It it was they were supposed to get the Super Bowl this year, but they by the, at where they were at in terms of building the stadium, renovating the stadium, it wasn't ready yet. So the Bucks were number 2 and they jumped up and that's how it ended up being in Tampa this year.
1: Oh, interesting. I, I actually didn't know that. Um, but it doesn't surprise me considering, you know, the state of California is kind of a disaster <laughs> right now as far as, uh, you know, some of the, some of the COVID stuff, you know, I mean, they literally kicked the Niners out of Santa Clara. So <laughs> um, they they had to go down to Arizona to play the rest of their games. Um, but I mean, yeah, that, that new stadium is gonna is so awesome like i can't wait to get down to sofi stadium my wife madeline was supposed to be at uh the first big event at sofi stadium can you guess what it was
0: the first big event
1: i think it was in july it was supposed to be in july last year
0: so it would have been a concert i would guess you warm uh taylor swift
1: you got it (laughs) (laughs) so she was very very uh very upset they had they had tickets for a while um i think they're gonna re i think they're they reimburse or they're gonna reschedule to give them tickets somewhere but yeah that was supposed to be like the first big event at sofi stadium and uh, and my wife was supposed to be there but um yeah i mean it looks insane uh the only one i'm more excited to possibly get to is the vegas stadium um because that has a lot of promise <laughs> being in vegas that's gonna be really cool don't let, <laughs> sam, don't let sam go don't let Sam go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so Nate, were you keeping an eye on Media Day? Was there anything juicy from Media Day? I didn't catch any of it.
1: No, not really. I, I mean, I almost think the the biggest takeaway from all of Media Day and and uh and you know everything that has to be is like Super Bowl week in general is the lack of news and the lack of um media coverage that the Super Bowl has this year. Um, It's, it's so much different because, you know, it's all, it's almost another game. And I I mean, and it makes it, I think it it gives the advantage to the Buccaneers or helps the Buccaneers out a little bit here. Um, You know, they're, they literally, I mean, they, they they're not in a hotel. They're living at home. It's in Tampa. It's in their hometown. So um, their schedule hasn't changed at all uh for the most part. And so um a lot of young buccaneers on that team that have never been in a Super Bowl, they're not going to have the craziness of Super Bowl week that all the other, you know, teams would normally have to go through. Uh it's more of a traditional week of preparation. So, um normally I would say yeah, yeah, give the Chiefs the edge as far as knowing have being there before. They were they were in the Super Bowl last year, but I don't think so. I think I don't think there's going to be much of an edge to, um, you know, just being in a big moment like the Super Bowl because it's not going to feel like it. I mean, only twenty thousand fans or whatever. Um, being in Tampa Bay, I think it's. I mean, as far as like just having the advantage of being in the Super Bowl before, I don't think that there's really going to be, you know, much of an advantage one way or the other.
0: Well, you know what, Nate? We have our meteorologist on hand right now, and I think he's ready. Uh, so let's bring him in. Are you ready for the weather report, Anthony? I'm here, Jack. How y'all doing? We're doing well. So as you can see, Chase Beebe has parent-teacher conferences. <laughs> right. So he oh couldn't make God. it. That's why he couldn't come? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, BB, Crazy. But hey. You called the weather terrifically two weeks ago. People loved the segment. And by the way, if you uh, missed it last time, this is Anthony Franz. You should know him by now. He's the official meteorologist of the Jack Vita show and game show host, of course. Yeah, we
3: got to get into the Jeopardy soon.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes. I was just thinking February is prime territory for Jeopardy before the calm before the storm with March Madness yeah, we'll, and baseball season. We'll get
3: together. We'll schedule one. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: All right, great. So what are we looking at in Tampa this, uh, this weekend, Anthony? You know, I've seen some articles posted
3: online. Like, there could be thunderstorms for the Super Bowl. Could there be a weather delay? A lot of those are trying to hype things up. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that bad. And I've looked at a lot of the models today, and we're looking at there is going to be a decent rain chance in Tampa, especially in the morning. Kind of early afternoon, they're looking at pretty good rain chances, showers, even a few thunderstorms. But by the time we get to kickoff, which I believe is... I know it's it's 6.30 Eastern time, right? Yeah. 6.30 Eastern time, uh, there's about a 20% chance of a few showers, maybe a weak storm out there. But it's only a 20% chance. So uh, more likely than not, we're going to be just fine for this game in terms of rain or thunderstorms. Otherwise, we're looking at... Mid to upper 60s for kickoff temperatures, not too bad. A little bit on the cool side. Uh, Wind speeds, 5 to 10 miles an hour. So there could be a few little storms that we'll have to dodge,
0: but I don't think it's going to be too bad. Sounds pretty good to me. I I think we uh, need to send you out there for us. I would love
3: to do a live report from the field. Can you get me, can you get, do you have that power, Jack? Do you get, can you get me those credentials?
0: We'll get there someday. Eventually we'll get those uh, media credentials. But first, first, you need to help me get verified on Twitter. That's, uh, yeah.
3: That's got to come first before you start getting credentials to the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> so, Anthony, what would happen if there was a rain delay or a thunderstorm and they had to reschedule the Super Bowl?
3: I don't know. What would happen? I don't know. But it's not going to happen in this situation. That worst case, there is a lightning delay uh, for a little bit. But that's that worst case scenario. And that's probably not going to even happen either. So we don't even have to worry about that.
0: (laughs) Great. So in terms of a game forecast, what are you projecting here? You
3: know, last week... We came on here. Everyone was so high on the Buffalo Bills to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> and after watching the game, I was just like, how stupid could I be? The Chiefs are amazing. And I don't know why I thought the Bills were going to somehow come in there and win that game. Um, but I can't go against the Chiefs on this game. I just think they're too good. They're too talented. People say you can't win a Super Bowl two years in a row. Uh but I think the Chiefs are going
0: to, and they're going to win this game 30-27. to 30-27, to 27. and it's a—I think it's a three-point spread. That's a push.
1: Yeah, push. yeah that's, that's a, a push. push. Come on. No, no that's weak. A, <laughs> <laughs> Make it 31-27. How about that?
0: Go for it. 31-27. All right, there we go. <laughs> there
3: you go, Sam. Place your bets.
0: And, Anthony, you're a big Mahomes guy, right?
3: Yeah, big Mahomes guy. I have... I have two NFL jerseys that I own. One of them is Patrick Mahomes. The other one's Johnny Menzel. Uh, <laughs> but I'm a big Mahomes guy. I'll be wearing my jersey proud on Sunday.
0: What are your thoughts as an Aggies fan, as an A&M fan? What are your thoughts on Texas Tech? Are you aligned with them? You know, Do you dislike like the Longhorns? What's what's that like?
3: You know, I wouldn't consider them. I, I, I like
0: the Aggies. I uh
3: growing up i was a bigger aggies fan than i am right now i was a huge fan of them when johnny menzel was with them of course uh but now i live out in midland i'm a short drive from texas tech it's the closest power five school to where i live right now so we kind of we root for them out here so uh i've rooted for mahomes ever since he was at tech and i'm going to continue to do that
0: All right. Well, Anthony Franz from the studio, is there anything else? Any other Super Bowl-related thoughts you got here? Uh, I think that's it for me, man. All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, and we'll see you hopefully in a couple weeks for Sports Jeopardy. Sounds good. Good cheese. All right. There's our weather forecast. So it sounds pretty good, Nate.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty clear out there. Um, One question I have for you, Jack – What's on your Mount Rushmore of Super Bowl foods?
0: All right, buffalo wings. Uh that's a that's a lock. Anytime anytime I'm watching football, buffalo wings. And really, I don't care about ranch or blue cheese. I could go either <laughs> way. I'm not it doesn't matter to me. It's just like something cool to dip it in. I like that. Wings <laughs> number 1.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have wings on mine. I'm not normally a big wing person, but, uh, Sam says ranch, always ranch, but yeah, I mean, ranch is okay. It's, it's, it's good with good with wings. It, de- it just depends what kind of, uh, rub or sauce you have on the wings. Um, I had pizza, uh, wings, brats and taco Ooh. dip, taco dip and chips are on mine.
0: Oh yeah. Which, I was thinking taco dip and you said brats. It just shows you're a true. I'm a cheese set. I'm a cheese
1: Yeah. I'm a cheesehead. <laughs> For sure.
0: <laughs> and Anthony says in Texas, brisket. Oh, oh man. Brisket's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You got you can't forget the barbecue, not only for Texas, but all the Chiefs fans out there, you know. Ooh, Maybe, yeah. You know, they're they're gonna they're gonna be saying ribs out here.
0: <laughs> well, Nate, we gotta start talking about this game. We're already 40 minutes in. We only got so much time here. Yeah. So uh what are you just where do you think what do you think about this game first and foremost? So
1: I I it's interesting. I um, I, I was, I was listening to some, uh, some correspondence on, on ESPN earlier this week and they're saying top to bottom, the Buccaneers have a better roster, a more talented roster. Um, you know, they have that defensive line, uh, man for man, other than Chris Jones, they have a more talented defensive line, a bigger defensive line, Jason Pierre, Paul, uh, Dom Kinsu, um, you know, Vita Vea. Willie Golston. I mean, they got a massive defensive line. Their linebackers, Devin White and Levante David, you know, are the fastest linebackers in the league. Um, you know, Carlton Davis is a solid corner. Murphy Bunting is an up and coming solid corner for that defense. Hey, he's really good. Um, they got Tom Brady. I mean, they got Leonard for playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette. I don't care. <laughs> the Chiefs are gonna win this game. Okay. The chiefs are so talented and it's not even, it's not even okay. Yeah. So top to bottom, I I get it. Ryan, I think Ryan Clark is the one that said it. Yeah. Top to bottom player position by position. Um, you know, you line them up like, like you're picking a team on the middle school, middle school recess. Um, there's more players on the bucks you would pick than you would on, on the, on the chiefs, but all that matters are five players on the chiefs. Those five players are going to win this game, and they're going to cover. Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Chris Jones, Teron Matthew. That's all you need. Those guys are just so much more talented than everyone else on the field. It's unbelievable. I mean, I, and and I understand the greatness of Brady, and, and he is – Every, you know, people continue to think that he's falling off, not falling off a cliff, but like, just, he's not going to do it again. He's not, there's no way. Um, but I just don't see how this year, Um, I made the mistake of picking the Bills last week as well. <laughs> I, and after that game, I was like, why? I was so stupid. You know,
0: I mean. Well, Nate, to, to, to be fair, we all were stupid. First and <laughs> foremost, we all got it wrong. Four guys on this panel all said Bills. And when that happens, you typically scratch your head and think, well, something must be up here. And I do think that prior to that game, we'd seen the Chiefs not look overly impressive throughout the course of this season. They had, you know, they, they look great at times. We know they're the Chiefs, but it's felt like they just turn it on when they needed to turn it on. There was that Miami Dolphins game that they almost lost. There was uh, there were a number of games they had eight straight that they won by one score. And even in that Browns game, when Mahomes went out, that was another game. They didn't look fantastic, and it mm-hmm. felt like maybe that's what they needed to have a lot of people start buying in and say the Bills are the team now. The Bills are going to overtake them. Reminds me a little bit of uh, 1992 finals with uh, Clyde Drexler, and everyone's like, "Oh, Clyde Drexler might be better than Jordan." And then, the bulls just uh, put an end to that real quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get, you get someone, something new coming up and you think that maybe they'll, you know, they'll put an the end to things, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. I mean, I just, I mean, I, we look back to previous matchups for the, some of the other um, some of the other playoff matchups, like, you know, last week with the Packers Bucks, and, and the saints and Bucks. you know, previously, I mean, week 12, the chiefs only won 27 to 24. Uh, in Tampa against against the Bucks, but they were up seventeen to nothing in the first quarter. The Buccaneers were. Um, That's a good and, point. And uh, let me see. Uh, Brady threw two interceptions in that game. Hill had two hundred and seventy yards rece- receiving. Two hundred and seventy yards, three touchdowns, <laughs> and thirteen receptions. And Kelsey had thirteen receptions, one hundred and twenty yards. So clearly it's just a matchup problem for it. the Bucks defense is good. And, and, and as far as things to look for, if there's going to be a change, which I don't think I've, there might be a slight change as far as, you know, they might not get down early. Um, but it, I, I do think that the, the Chiefs will win and I think they'll cover the three points. Um, but what you need to look at, I mean, the Chiefs have offensive line issues right now. Um, you know, Eric Fisher looked like he hurt his Achilles pretty bad. I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure if we have the injury report from Sam here in a little bit, but it looked like he might've tore his Achilles in that last game. Um, and I don't I know, think
0: it's looking good for him. I I don't think yeah. he's playing this week.
1: So the chiefs offensive line is definitely weak, a weak point uh, And the strong suit for the, the Buccaneers is definitely their front seven, their D line and linebackers. Um, so, that's one thing you really need to keep an eye on. You need to one get pressure on Mahomes early. You have to get to him quick, uh, and two you have to cover his first read uh, because they're going to do a lot of quick passes, dink and dunk, get it out of his hands. Because Mahomes also has turf toe, so he's not going to be moving as much. Um, so if you can cover that first read, the quick slant to Hill, uh, you know the tight end screen to Kelsey. If you can cover that first read and get a lot of pressure on Mahomes early you have a shot but i really just I, just I just don't think there's enough it looks like sammy watkins has a shot to go now too which i mean it's just another weapon who a guy who had a good game in the super bowl last year um you know i i really just don't think that the bucks have enough um to to go up against you know uh just the greatness of mahomes and and some of those some of those really speedy receivers and guys on the edge
0: I hear you, Nate, and we'll talk more about this. We do have an injury report that we'll get to in a second. But before that, I will say, this league, it feels like things change uh, from one week to the next. Because going back to two weeks ago, before we had our conference title games, before we had our bye bye week, uh, it really felt like a lot of conversations that I was hearing was, Bills are going to win this week, and then... You watch the first half of that Bucks Packers game and you, you think, oh, the Bucks are great. Brady looks great. Second half of that Bucks game. And now I've heard from a number of people, including, well, I should say excluding yourself because I didn't hear your score. I don't know what you're thinking in terms of how close this game is going to be. But I've heard some people say, I don't think this thing's going to be close. And I think that I mean, is part of that just reactionary to how great Kansas city looked last week and conversely how poor Tampa Bay's offense looked in the second half of that game?
1: I think it's both. Um, You know, the Buccaneers offense has been very hit or miss this year. Um, You know, they, they, you know the some of their their receivers are just not people you can rely on in a big moment right um you think of guys like antonio brown very talented um a great stealer um and has been great at times with the bucks but you know is that someone at midnight you're going to call to you know for for to make a big catch in a big moment at this point in his career um marquis godwin you know is that it's another guy like He's made a lot he's made some plays but he's talented but he's not gonna make some of the okay so Tyree kill would you trust him in a big moment to make a catch Travis Kelsey would you trust him to make a catch on third and four I would uh there's just too much talent on that chief's team uh, i I really just don't see how see how the buccaneers can keep up. I, I think they'll score. Um, but I mean, we were talking about earlier, the chiefs defense has stepped up now. It used to be just all about this chiefs offense, but I mean, the bills struggled against that defense, uh, and, and some guys are really stepped up for the chiefs. So, um, I, you know, I think it is a little bit a part of recency bias where you see, you know, the chiefs kind of stomp on the bills and, and the Buccaneers second half, not be as, as flashy, but,
0: um, I don't know. I, I really... Well, just... I'll say, Nate, I think that one of my main takeaways from that week was Andy Reid is just running circles around these other coaches. It was I was watching a Bills team that couldn't pick up a blitz. I wasn't seeing any adjustments to that. I was seeing them try to go run man coverage against, uh, against Tyree Kill, which you can't do. <laughs> and I feel like you watch that game... And there's stuff, I mean, these aren't overly complicated philosophies. Now, they might be complicated to implement. I can't just walk in there and say, all right, guys, pick up the blitz. You're going to do it. You know, it's mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't work that way. But um, this is where I think it's going to be a really tough test for Bruce Arians. Because Bruce Arians is a guy who we've heard him be praised uh, very highly at times and also criticized mightily at other times. I do think that having Tom though at the line of scrimmage that is a big, big plus for this Bucs team.
1: Yeah, I mean, I Tom Brady has been there. Um, he's he's the goat. He's great. He, I mean, he is not going to get rattled by by the situation. Um, will he be able to relay that message to the rest of his team, a team that was seven and nine last year? You know a lot of his, a lot of his teammates haven't been here before um, you know I, I don't know um, how that will you know re- relay th- reverb through the whole team um, but in lieu of Tom Brady's greatness and and his Atlanta comeback right where they got down 28 to3 and he came roaring back um and the Chiefs frankly, they don't like to start out quick. Normally, you know, they, they got down nine to nothing against the bills, Um, multiple games that they've been out to a slow start and, and teams, you know, get out ahead of to an early lead Um, in the playoffs last year. I mean, clearly they got down to big, you know, so if you're, I'm just curious, like if you were a fan of either the Bucks or the chiefs, you know, which fan base do you think is more like uncomfortable with the lead in this game (laughs) So like, you know, let's Ooh. say, you know, the Bucks get out to uh, you know, a 13 nothing lead, you know, or the Chiefs get out to a 13 nothing lead. Which team do you think is more nervous? Because both of these guys, I mean, they got they got <laughs> legends trying to chase him down, you know, that have both done it before. So, no matter what the score of this game will be, I think everyone's still going to be watching because it, the Chiefs can score 21 points in five minutes, so it's gonna, you know, if they're down, no one's gonna look away. And Tom Brady's Tom Brady, so if they get down, you know, I think it'll be good for the ratings, no matter you know what the score is. I think, uh, I think both teams are gonna put up a fight. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, no matter what.
0: All right. Well, we'll come back uh, to some game talk in a second. Let's get our injury report from producer Sam.
2: Yeah. Um, so injury report wise, we have. For the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, this is as of two hours ago. Today in practice, Jason Pierre-Paul did not participate. Limited participation, notable names, Antonio Brown. Um, and then their two safeties, uh, Jordan Whitehead and Antonio Winfield Jr. Um, and then on the Kansas City side, uh, did not participate, t- uh, tackle Eric Fisher and linebacker Willie Gay. Uh, notice notable limited participation. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I know that's going to hurt you, Jack.
0: <laughs> Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are playing in the Super Bowl. I mean, not just, uh, not as Steelers, not as
1: Steelers. not as Steelers.
0: Steelers. No, and I, I don't think. I could be wrong. I think Antonio was on the team in 2010 when our teams squared off, Nate, and you got the last laugh there. And now neither of our teams can seem to get back to the Super Bowl for that matter. <laughs> Um, but Antonio Brown, I think that was his rookie year in 2010. I don't know if he suited up. I, if he was in there, he would have been on special teams. But uh, yeah, I don't know if he's had any Super Bowl experience. I will look that up and let you guys know on that. But continuing, so Le'Veon yes. Bell and
2: Clyde edwards hilaire He is also he also was limited in practice today. Um, you know, it's, it's the Super Bowl. He's going to play if he's able to. Biggest game of his life. I mean, no minor injury will keep him out, but it's something to look at as the game goes on, as he takes a few tackles, as he gets hit and knocked down a few times, who knows, maybe it changes up. Um, But also, so then, uh, one more notable um, mention, Sammy Watkins, as you guys mentioned, yes, he is out with a calf injury. He's been limited in practice. They say he should be good to go, but he hasn't played in a single uh, season game this year. He hasn't played in a playoff game, so it'll be... It will have been a month until he or since he has played. Um, they do know specifically that Patrick Mahomes is fully active, though not limited at all um, in practice.
0: All right, Sam um, and is looking still there. at
2: Antonio Brown. Yep, I'm here. Yep,
0: well, Sam, uh, looking uh, at
2: Antonio Brown. You got it. Yeah, I'm here
0: okay all right
2: my my, my internet's weird so when i start looking up new facts it starts going glitchy Um, so antonio brown he was on the team in 2010 Um, whether or not he played i would have to do more digging in but trying not to start glitching out on you guys right now Um, one thing i do want to also know you know just i'm over here i'm over here who knows where i'm gonna be next (laughs) Uh, one thing I do want to mention, though, is that when these teams did play this year, you know, as you guys mentioned, Kansas City won twenty-seven twenty-four. 24 It was Kansas City that shot out to the early lead. We all remember Tyreek Hill's big game there, two touchdowns in the first quarter. Chiefs were up 17-0 at the end of the first, 27, 20-7 at halftime. They were up 27-10 entering the fourth quarter, and the Bucks came back to make it a 27-24 game. So you have to feel, if you're the Bucs, if you're losing even late in the game, I mean, you've seen Tom Brady do it multiple times, like Nate said. I mean, nothing will ever be the same as 28-3 to against Atlanta, but you've almost come back on this team from 17 points down before. You have to feel you can do it again.
0: Absolutely. They did not look very good in that game. So for them to be within three points in that game, pretty unbelievable. It's hard to beat a team twice. Uh, Sam, do you have a pick?
2: So I am going to place a pick. I am placing my money on the Kansas City Chiefs. Like Nate said, I think they are too good to keep down. I think that the combination that they have between Mahomes and Hill, Mahomes and Kelsey, and then their ability to put the ball on the ground and run it out. Um, And as Nate mentioned before, Andy Reid is the best coach in the game right now. He is a mastermind. Um, You have to wonder though, you know, when you are going up against someone who is a comeback artist like Tom Brady, who has been here time and time again, I mean, his 10th Super Bowl, and that is insane when you think about it. Uh, you know, most of us just can't think of an NFL without him, and he'll greatly be missed when he's gone. But when you are going up against someone who is so good, do you ever feel that you could be down and out if you're behind? Do you feel that if you're up, no lead is safe? Um, but I do think that Kansas city comes out slow. I think Tampa gets the early jump on them. I think Tampa's up at halftime. I'm going to say 20 to 10 or I'm going to go 20 to 10, but I do think oh, Kansas. City, yeah. All right. That's pretty. I, well I, think I, I, I mean, it, it can't be as bad as the last time Tom Brady was in the super bowl 13 to three. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true.
2: But I think it's 20 to 10 at halftime. And I think Kansas city wins the game. I think Mahomes and Hill go off in the third quarter, two touchdowns to Hill. I think in the in the fourth, he hits up uh, Travis Kelsey, and I think they run one in as well um, for four touchdowns in the second half. I'm going to go with – let's go with 38 to
0: – actually, let's go 41-35. Wow. <laughs> the <It'd be> over. <laughs> so I thought when he was saying 20 to 10, I thought he was talking about the Final game scoring. score. You oh, no, that no, today? that's
2: just, that's just halftime. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm going that they are at the half Kansas City to win the game. I'm going 41 to 35. Uh, I think there'll be a push from Brady on that final drive there, but it won't be enough. Um, who knows? Maybe it will be some spectacular play again. That seems to be the only way Tom Brady really loses in these things. <laughs> uh, but Tom Brady, you know, besides that 13-10 beatdown on the Rams in 2018, Tom Brady has never been in a Super Bowl game where the spread has been more than one point or one possession.
0: It's a good mm-hmm. point, but that's also been the Patriots. Will NFC Tom be a little different?
2: Who knows? Only time will tell.
0: Only <laughs> time will tell. Sam, thank you so much for all your help today. Uh, would you like to plug anything while you're here? You got any closing thoughts?
2: Uh, no plugs, but I am going to take us back to that MVP discussion and debate here. because. Okay. I was looking up the stats from the NFC Championship game, and I think that the MVP from that game, if we do have a replica, like the NFC Championship game where Brady throws a few picks, may get the win or something, you know, and Mahomes goes out and does what Rodgers does and a losing effort. Aaron Rodgers, that game, was 33 of 48 for 346 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. There wasn't much else going on in that game for anyone else. I think this could be if it's something like that. The losing team does have the MVP. I think if it's something very much similar, which has only happened one time in NFL history, we when have to go back. Happen? We have to go back to January. You didn't think I'd leave you hanging there without that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just I didn't want you to try to make us guess. <laughs> oh no, no, no! no. <laughs> no.
2: You, you're not going to get it, and I wouldn't have either. I mean, but it's January seventeenth, nineteen seventy-one, Super Bowl five. The Baltimore Colts. Yes, we're going back to the Baltimore Colts. Johnny Unitas. Thing. Uh, we got another fun fact about him in this game, but the Baltimore Colts beat the Dallas Cowboys 16 to 13. Super Bowl MVP was Chuck Howley from the Dallas Cowboys, a linebacker. He had two interceptions and two tackles the, in a 16 to 13 game. There's not much else. Um, no, the fun fact about Johnny Unitas is, well, yes, he won the Super Bowl with the Colts. There, he was their backup quarterback. It looks like in that game, he was. Three for nine on his passing attempts, um, while someone else was nine of fifteen, and someone else was one for two. <laughs> not, it, it was very much an army navy game. Not much, you know, <laughs> third time for the ball.
0: Damn, I, I don't think there's any way that that's going to happen. I think a winning team, they'll find someone, even if it's not super impressive. Uh, I remember there was that guy the last time that the Bucks won the Super Bowl. <laughs> there was that guy. Uh, defensive player. I think his name was Dexter Jackson. Is that his name, Nate? You remember that yeah, guy? I think
1: he was a safety, wasn't
0: he? Yeah, he had two picks and he was like their probably like their 10th best guy on that defense. So I think uh, they're always going to find someone to give it to. I don't think it'll go to a losing uh, losing player unless it's the unless it's the MVP and it goes to Drew <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. let's we'll see. Here. I'm going to take a look here and see if I can figure out who that player was for
0: you. <laughs> in uh in oh two
2: uh 2001 i believe it was uh are right it was definitely oh two
0: it was oh two oh three so the oh two the oh three super bowl and his name was dexter i think his last name was jackson
2: i mean if we're taking bets here and stuff you know i mean if we want to take a shot
0: at it feel free but (laughs) <laughs> Sam, are you, are you trying to make a bet with me right now?
2: <laughs> I'm just trying to buy myself time. Clearly, I can't touch on the computer because I'm going to glitch out. So I have to do it on my phone. And you are right. It is to Jackson.
0: <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> We're well, going to be allowed back on the spot. appreciate yeah, the help. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Sam. Appreciate the help.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. So... It was fun thinking back about some of that Bucks history, John Gruden and Brad Johnson. And now this is uh, 18 years. Can you believe that was 18 years ago, Nate? Time's gone by.
1: Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, Yeah, and just think uh, John Gruden's still coaching.
0: He is. He's back in action, man. (laughs) I'll tell you what, man.
1: I, I like the guy Tom out there,
0: man. Tell you what, man. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: <coughs> knock a wood if you're with me
0: <laughs>
1: you watch hard knocks at all or no
0: no i haven't oh really oh, okay all right well oh, it sounds funny <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he always has his team in his team meetings when they did the raiders hard knocks um and <clears throat> team meetings when he would just be like saying like yeah we need to go out and you know you, you know hit him, hit him hard, hit him fast. Knock on, knock on wood. If you're with me and like, everyone has to like knock on the table. Like at the same time, it's like, all right, whatever. Do
0: you want to be an Oakland Raider or not, man. <laughs> it's
1: it was the best part was like before. Cause there was only preseason games. Cause they just yeah. do it during preseason, but it would be like before a preseason game against like, like the Packers. Cause they did play the Packers that year. And he would just put up like Aaron Rodgers and be like, who is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) He just put like highlights, like put up like highlights, like, who is this guy right here? (laughs) That's Aaron Rodgers, man. Like, this guy's the real deal. Watch this. Boom. And you like show like highlights of his throws and stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. I
0: I miss Gruden's QB camp. I miss Monday Night Football, of course, but Gruden's QB camp. And then he had the the Goodyear tire commercial and Gruden hotline.
1: (laughs) He did. Didn't he do uh, Corona commercials too? Yeah, before he got
0: for the Corona. Now Romo got those. (laughs) I don't know, Jim. (laughs) From one great color guy to another. All right, Nate. It's time for me to make my pick. We got to wrap things up here. All right. I'm trying to do my my best, Lee Corso here to try to you know, ham <laughs> it up a little bit. If we were picking foods, which city's foods? I go Kansas City. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't like. I don't like uh, seafood in Tampa. <laughs> I love Tampa, great area. I've never been to Kansas City, but this is not a food competition. Brady, baby. <laughs> I'm going, Tom. I, I, that was the best I could do. I was trying to come up with something there. Uh, <laughs> just appreciate how greatly Corso is. Tom Brady is the best that we will get to see, or at least we've gotten to see so far. I, I don't, I don't want to forecast the future. We have uh, Anthony Franz for that if we need <laughs> forecast. Tom Brady's an incredible quarterback. It, it's fitting for the seventh quarterback taken um in that 2000 draft to be to win seven titles it's unbelievable it's great story my head says everything that you're saying nate but my heart says tommy terrific and i'm gonna go i think this game i guess i i did push back a little bit as we were talking i think We're going to see a little cleaner of a game offensively from Tampa. I think it's really hard to beat the same team twice in a season. I mean, three times is really hard. We've covered that over the last few weeks. Twice, especially when that last game, it was just such a... I mean, Tampa really didn't look very good, and they somehow were only within three points of that game. They're playing at home, and I think that while... I guess we'll see what that is like in terms of fans i don't know how many fans are allowed at raymond james and how many of them will be from that area in tampa but i just say that i think that's a nice not having to travel not having to antonio brown couldn't fly because of his knee because of the altitude you don't have to worry about that he might play this week there are a lot of things right here and the other part is just i think it's if Kansas City wins this game, and we'll see what ends up happening, I'll be uh, podcasting with Chiefs fan Haley Jordan on uh, Monday morning. So make sure you guys are subscribed to listen to our recap of this Super Bowl. But if the Chiefs repeat, this is the first time that we'll have a repeat from the Patriots 03, those two years. Or I guess Super Bowls being in 04 and 05.
1: Oh, the first time since, you mean?
0: Yeah. We haven't had a repeat since then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think Haley's going to be really happy on Monday because I don't, (laughs) I I just don't see it happening. I, I really just don't. Um, I it's, it's just too much. Uh, They come at you too fast. Um, The the chiefs are just too talented. I, I really just don't see it happening. I, I understand firsthand. I'm a Packers fan. I understand the firsthand, uh, the greatness of Brady and, and how he can manage a game and, and manage his team. And that defense is good. It really is. But, um, you know, just the greatness, not only of Mahomes, but of Kelsey and Hill, it just seems like it's too much. Um, so Todd Bowles is going to have to have a great plan going in. If he does, you know, they have a shot for sure. Um, and I, I do think at the end, um, I think the Chiefs will cover. I know they haven't covered very often, but I think that they'll cover um, probably win by, you know, anywhere from, I'll say my official, I think it's going to go over. I'm going to say 31 or mm, 31,
0: 27, 31, 27. All yeah. right. So you're That's right there with Anthony. That's like the same score that he put out there.
1: Oh, he said 30. I see I, I forced him into the cover. So
0: peer pressured him into I it. I did.
1: I peer pressured him into it because I liked that score so much. So uh I, I'm I am saying uh that the Chiefs win and they cover um just too much talent. Uh I think that uh Mahomes can throw the pill just way too well. He's gonna be he's gonna be throwing it all over the field. So um even if they get down, you know, I almost think if the Bucks get out to a like a slight early lead. It's almost worse uh, than if the yeah. if the Chiefs get out to like a early lead by like you know ten points. I almost think that they have a better chance of winning if they're down <laughs> because they just turn it on. They're like, we got to go, and and they just start being That's more aggressive. Point. So yeah, I think right. uh, I think they're going to be hoisting that seven pound Lombardi Trophy come Sunday The night. last
0: thing I want to know, and we got to wrap this up. We're already an hour ten in. Nate, if Brady were to win this game largely in part to his performance where would this rank in terms of his all-time accomplishments would this be the most impressive to you
1: yeah i i think it definitely would be up there i mean granted i don't know like some of his other years you know some of the things that he may have overcome um like i you know, i just haven't studied each of his super bowl victory seasons necessarily but one thing that's the
0: one that probably would be the 20 3 game where Gronk was not, yeah, in that game,
1: yeah, yeah, and being down, yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to overcome that. Um, and Matt Ryan was an MVP as well. I mean, he was that that offense with uh, Shanahan had that offense humming, um, but I think and it
0: hasn't really, since. what's that? I said, and it hasn't hummed since. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, because he went over to you know he went over to bigger, better
0: things. Same thing.
1: Yeah, but um, I I really just think that that if he if he's able to to pull it off, um, you know it's it's impressive. I mean, he just continues to defy defy the odds. Um, You know, Brady. Brady's Brady Uh he's, he's, he's the goat for a reason. So, um, but I, I really just, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll be very surprised if he does. Uh, the biggest thing, the re- the biggest reason why it'll be overall really impressive is changing a system entirely is very difficult. Um, oh,
0: yeah.
1: You see what, I mean, you see the step, like what Aaron Rodgers did in his first year with Matt LaFleur in a new offense, he struggled. Um, he he did okay. I mean, for most people, he did really well. But like for him, he did not play well. Uh, brand new scheme. You're used to the same scheme for years. Like he was in New England. Brady comes into a brand new scheme, and he has his team in the Super Bowl. So just being back in the Super Bowl, I think, has been you know, it says a lot of how you know just how detail oriented and how much he studies and how much he understands the game. But um, so I mean, I think the credit's already there for Brady, but. If he somehow beats the Chiefs, yeah, I mean that will be up there with that Atlanta game, but don't think it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> All right, I will say thirty four thirty one Bucks at home. It's going to be. A, I think it's going to be a great game. I think we're both on board that this is going to be a great game. At least,
1: yeah, I, I I think so. I think it will be.
0: I really hope so because these people that are saying it's going to be a blowout. And then people trying to say that the weather's not gonna look very good. I mean, we're we're gonna prove them wrong with these picks, Anthony's forecast. We're gonna, you know, it's it's gonna be a great Super Bowl. That's my prediction.
1: Have some wings, have some pizza, have some taco dip. I'm ready to go.
0: Let's, Let's go. Let's go. All right, Nate. <laughs> would you like to plug anything while you're here?
1: No, I don't think so. Uh this is my only uh my only outlet right now. Uh, <laughs> so um I will be uh I will be Eventually launching a podcast, I don't have it together yet. Um, so once I do, I'll definitely be uh, be broadcasting that. But right now, you know, no, I'm just me. You'll only see me on the Jack Vita Show.
0: <laughs> it's an exclusive, Nate Smith exclusive. On <laughs> yeah, the
1: <Jack> Vita show. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. Well, I'll have, to, I'll have to be on your show once you get that going.
1: Yeah, so that sounds good to me.
0: All right. Well, Nate, uh, thank you so much for your contributions. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jack. All right, guys. That was our that was our Super Bowl preview. It's hard to believe we're already at this point where it's Super Bowl Sunday in a few weeks or a few days, I should say. Thank you all for tuning in. If you guys like this podcast, you like the video stream, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcast. Subscribe to The Jack Vita Show and l- write a review. Please write a review on Apple podcasts only takes a couple seconds. It'll help boost this show and the algorithm. That's something we're working on. We got a lot of great content coming up. I've got some reality stars that are going to come on here and I'm going to talk with pretty soon. We've got MLB previews to go through every single division. We got a lot of college basketball content coming up in advance to the NCAA tournament. And Sports Jeopardy, you heard it here first. I'll be trying to defend my title on Sports Jeopardy. So make sure you're subscribed and you don't miss out on any of that. Go on to JackVita.com and make sure you get those email notifications. You can click on one of my articles. It'll have a little tab there and it'll say, would you like to get email notifications? Say yes and share this show and my website with people you know and let's uh let's grow the family let's uh let's build this thing and let's have a great 2021 okay guys I hope you all enjoy the football this weekend good luck to your team and whoever you're rooting for have a great safe time with the family until next time I'm Jack Vita bring in the dancing lobsters